Welcome back, all you point three people, to another episode of the point. Your favorite trio of hosts, Lou, Hero Scroll, Spider Brando. Today, in this episode, we are talking about Invincible, Season 2, Episode 4, Part 1. The big review after our massive cliffhanger that we got in the last episode. We have to wait now. But that is why the Point 3 Podcast is here to give you what you need to know about the episode. We all watched it. Let's find out if we all loved it. But before we jump into that, follow us over on our social medias. Check out our Discord. We talk about this stuff all day, every day. Stay on point with Point 3. And join us for our next Discord community event. Do we have anything in the pipeline? Um, At the moment, no. All right, I'm going to edit that part so out. Could, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, um, I think it was being thrown around in there a Lord of the Rings movie night the other day. Oh. I think it was being I, thrown around in there. I got to double check, but I'm pretty sure it was. Like, I'd, I'd watch that. Okay, maybe we'll keep this. Yeah. Um, well, listen, Invincible, we all watched it. Spider Rando. Love or hate? How'd you feel? I did love the episode. I was getting the Chef Kiss certification. But what is not Chef Kiss certification is having to wait <laughs> until freaking January or whenever in 2024 to see the second half of the season. After going six weeks straight with Loki, and I know, Lou, you had the week straight of Gen V also, so you're kind of on like a back-to-back-to-back show. And I wanted all four episodes. Just felt like a tease. Um, but I'm excited for what we saw. And I'll just have to wait and just suck it up and wait like the one to two months or whatnot. Is that a bad thing? It it's not a bad thing because patience is a virtue. But just with the amount of content we've been getting flooded with and how this season was shaping up, I want to just just watch it all and consume it all right now. Which is why I have the gripe with it. Because who knows, in two months from now, I might not be as interested or as hooked as I am now with timing-wise or scheduling stuff. But so it's been just perfect for me right now to freaking have it go all through the end of the year and whatnot. But I understand what they do and why they do it, so... I'm with you. Here's scroll. Um, I don't love this episode, but I don't hate it either. I feel very meh about it. It's not to say again, not to say it's a bad episode. There are a lot of good moments. Uh, Omni Man, Mark, that relationship, the fight with the Viltrumites, all that is fantastic stuff. Stuff that I've wanted to see for a minute. Again, this is based purely off of like show knowledge, so felt like at some point there was going to be a collision course, and then for them to be like, "Yeah, I like the fact that Omni Man's like, yeah, we can train you," and then it's like, "Nope, no, you can't. <laughs> you gotta fight, and you gotta fight now." Um, that was good stuff, but to me, what really hurt this episode is the interjections in between all of the Omni Man and Mark stuff, and I know that some of it is necessary but i think like there's some pretty egregious stuff the mauler twin stuff um the clone stuff 
that they showed one scene of at the beginning and then they show like a mid credits at the end i feel like you could have put that whole thing as the mid credit and i would have felt a lot better about it the uh is it weird to say that i wanted something a little more for debbie i know that they made the ending kind of her like finally letting go of uh omni man nolan um but they kind of gave you more of the you know i'm sad i'm angry Hmm. i just think it was because last episode was all of that and i think it was fantastic i think they should have given us something different so again a, a meh episode with a lot of good things and a lot of bad things so this episode on like a surface level for me i feel very similar to how you guys felt when I did go back and I looked at it from an overall like whole season standpoint, what I liked that they did in season f- or episode four specifically after having that massive cliffhanger, um, you know, on that Thraxon planet, you really came face to face with what I think Invincible is great at and what makes the show very strong, and essentially. It's that that weight that Mark and Omni-Man have when they're just standing across from each other. And it's the culmination of Omni-Man having that guilt, having that shame. Mark running through his emotions. You can see how, how vocal it was. And again, it's an animated series, but you really felt that off coming off the screen. And I think what they've done so well is just shown you the impact of super beings and superheroes and in a way each instance of what we got just i think set up what's to come down the road i think it was very necessary but it was it was tough that it was all at once and that we do have to wait for it and again i think to both of your points i want to see what comes next and i want to see it now but i also wanted if this entire episode was nothing but mark and omni man against the viltramites i would have been fine if I didn't see Debbie, if I didn't see the Maulers, if I didn't go through and see Donald and, and the whole thing with Eve and all of that stuff, they peppered it in and it was nice. Um, But just on the heels of the last couple episodes that were really creative, especially with Alan and everything going on there. And then Mark doing his thing and finally maybe moving on. I don't know. It, it, it was it was interesting. And I, I think two things that I look forward to most now would be one, how does Cecil use Debbie to ultimately stop the next Omni-Man or Mark when Mark comes back? Because remember, and again, slight spoiler warning, at the end of this specific episode, uh, Omni-Man pretty much gets defeated. He's not killed, he's not dead, but he did get defeated because he didn't follow through and kill Lucan. And the guy came back and crushed his spine or whatever it was, however they phrase it in that. And Mark, of course, got beeped to a pulp per the usual, um, which is kind of the frustrating piece in this show for me where I'm like, dude, like, you gotta start smashing some people. And he did it underwater with Atlantis, but at this point, like, Omni-Man, one of my favorite things that Omni-Man said in this and why I'm very interested and I'll I'll open this up to you guys. Omni-Man essentially tells Mark that he's holding back. 
it's kill or be killed. If you don't go through and have the intention to end your opponent, we're both going to die. So what are you going to do? It's a life or death scenario. And he's like, I don't kill people. I don't do that. Again, you have your dynamic of what does it mean to be a hero? Even though you're faced with the ultimate danger in the universe, Mark just doesn't get it yet. And what I want to see from Mark is really that true transformative event to where he gets that next step where he we look at the show and we're like, yo, Omni-Man is a compliment to Invincible. Very much how in My Hero Academia, Deku is the main character and All Might would be the side piece kind of thing, right? That's, that's a flip of that dynamic. And Mark needs more experience. He does not have any mastery yet. He does not have enough experience. His battle IQ is terrible. His strategy and his ability to form something, terrible. He just doesn't have that. Again, giving my my hero reference, at least it's something that Deku had. He always had that battle IQ of being like, this is what I have. This is how he can win. Mark just tries to bully people, but gets bullied. So I'm really, 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 really excited to see how he handles the mission that was handed down to him by general Krieg, which is finish Omni-Man's mission, conquer earth, prepare for our arrival. And if you don't do what it is that I'm expecting you to do, I'm going to end everyone and we will have earth one way or another. And Oh, by the way, we're going to check in to make sure that you're making progress. And if you don't massive consequences, that to me, like this episode on the surface is tough, but when you look into all this, they're doing it better than anybody's doing it right now, in my opinion. For sure. The relationships is what carries it. And that's why I said the, the best part of this is the Mark and Omni-Man relationship. And it really feels like they're trying to sandwich the seasons with that, with Mark ultimately taking a life out of pure necessity where in the first episode the very the very first way it starts off is mark killing people because he's not hesitating mm-hmm. um to me what they're it's kind of the theme of mark has it in him and if you notice in the fight with um i forgot the viltrumite's name that he fought uh lucan or lucian lucan the first one or uh, the the girl the girl i forget her name anyways but when he's fighting with her after omni-man gives him that like hey you need to stop because they are trying to kill you they're not trying to beat you they're trying to murder you he basically i mean he's on her level if not beats her and really the downfall is the hesitation in the brief moment that he hesitates that's when she stabs him yes and I think at the end of the season, they're going to give you him not hesitating anymore. Something's going to break. I I have a feeling it's going to be on the, the Viltrumite general, uh, Krieg. I think maybe he'll come back to Earth and they're going to fight. And I think he's not going to hesitate at that point with him out of pure necessity again. Um, bringing that story full circle where... You see what he's capable of, and you see why he holds back. And again, hinting at that dynamic between Omni-Man and Mark, Mark has had 
the positive effect of showing him why he needs to be good right and it took him a while to see it it took him to do something like he said unforgivable uh, in in the battles of uh, in the battle of chicago but now you look at him when he's here on on planet uh thrax with the thraxans it's a different man and the scene where he grabs mark by the neck and he's like why do i care about them he doesn't understand why Mm-hmm. because he's lived so long without that feeling and now he's like what i don't understand and he's looking at the cause of it it's his son and i think the reverse is going to be where now you know omni-man is teaching him in a i wouldn't say positive way but in the sense that he's not going to keep getting beat down yeah and he's not going to understand why he just did what he did for all my vampire fans out there it is like it's a humanity thing the more i suppress my humanity the more like a viltrumite i can be and the stronger i can get where on the flip side you have omni-man who he's getting weaker and again omni-man at the end of this because he is embracing more of that humanity and those feelings and the 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 shame and the guilt and all those things it potentially, so they say, is going to cost him his life because now they're going to execute him after they've captured him. Not only did he not finish his mission on Earth, but he created offspring that is deemed unacceptable by Viltrumite standards. So I, I ask you guys this from a from a next step standpoint. There's one thing that Omni-Man said to Mark, and it was read my books, Mark. And we saw Debbie moving out and on the curb, she left the box and inside the box was a book that Nolan wrote. And essentially the, what we see is the man with the invincible gun title on the cover. Uh, what, what do you guys think is to come next? And again, for everyone watching and listening, we don't know. We haven't read, we don't research. We're taking this as, as, as it comes to us. Um, but Spider Brando, what do you think kind of is the next stop? Does this have anything to do with it? What are your what are some early theories? You said it was called the man that has the invincible gun. Man with the invincible gun. I like that. Yeah. I wonder if that's a uh, symbolism of Omni Man kind of raising Mark mm. as his protege, or just um. Like just knowing Mark's potential, Ooh. how much gun he could be, like that play. But yeah, I'm hoping Mark finds that book, and I feel like that was very key um, component in their dialogue. So he's had to have like he has to have some like form of notes to help him out with his powers and training and stuff in there. Um, and I think maybe that could have been just like. His little journal that he's been writing all his life of his own powers and how to help out someone that could be something Debbie's little something that Debbie like got him into expressing emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Hero, you got a theory on it? Um, I I almost feel like it'll be a training manual of sorts, like uh, Spider Man said. Where it, it'll be maybe Viltrumite ways, um, maybe even like coordinates to Viltrum, because I don't 
think Mark knows where it is so far. Bro, so they've made it very apparent he doesn't know where he's going yeah. in space. So it could be a way to find him and save him, and then you you know they hatch a rescue plan for Omni Man. So yeah, I think that's where it's going with it. That's much needed. He needs he needs that training that was teased at the beginning of this. Like he needs to take his next steps. I want to see how there's got to be someone out here who Omni-Man has befriended who almost, you know, are thinking of, uh, God, his name escapes me. Aquaman, the guy who trains him from Atlantis. Um, the hell's his name? I keep saying Mordo in my head and it's not right. (laughs) Willem Dafoe's character though. Not Vulcan. Volo? Volco? Volo? Volco? Yeah, I think so. Anyways, like that kind of guy of like very similar to the guy who made the suits for them. You know, the super suits. You know, someone who knows Omni-Man, but who can help Mark. Maybe not someone on Earth, but someone, you know, who at least Invincible couldn't kill type of thing, you know, or someone that he respects who, you know, has went toe-to-toe. Someone. There, there's got to be someone out here. Um, I'm just very curious. I know someone had said General Krieg is going to send someone down. I wonder if there's going to be, like, an initial person that gets sent, a Viltrumite that gets sent to check on him, and that's who he ultimately, like, maybe flips, who comes to his side, teaches him the ways, and then they ultimately get, you know, killed and removed, who, you know, could be kind of that new pseudo-mentor for him. Last thing I want to throw out here. Do you guys have any interest in the Eve storyline of, you know, with her dad and the superpowers and really like just because you have powers doesn't make you a hero like you're actually worse than worse? Or Donald trying to figure out who he is or what he is? Um, Eve one. I want to, during this break, I am determined to watch the Adam Eve special. 100%. Um, I'm more interested in Bobby Hill figuring out if he's a robot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll be honest that the Eve thing has cooled off significantly just because it, she's barely gotten any screen time, so she doesn't feel as big of a deal that she should feel. So, yeah, ten ten for Bobby Hill, please. I will be very curious to see if it turns out that our multiversal big head uh, is right and Mark does become, you know, the person that they all have to stop and everyone's on the path to stop Mark. Eve, Guardians of the Globe, Cecil, Debbie, there's some like even his best friend, like all of these people ultimately have to find a way to come together to stop invincible or a viltrumite invasion and they're all prepping for that via mark because i think it's coming it's just a matter of what happens when they show up and shout out to my guy nick fury you got to have some sort of initiatives in place to protect you can't always trust a guy who's just going to fly off planet with some random aliens and then you're left defenseless so yeah captain marvel I, I I will I will throw this out out there though. Just one last thing. I do think that Cecil is gearing up for a heel turn. Um, 
yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by it because I think the the Donald storyline is kind of hinting at that aspect of it, and Debbie felt intentional where she's like along the lines of we don't get something without giving up something to you and then he didn't really answer that he was just like oh if you know okay if you really want and then just left so i i foresee a cecil heel turn yeah 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 it's just he's interesting someone who was kind of on the radar in the beginning but again this I understand why now the previews that came out for this show was like, it's just scratching the surface and it really didn't dive too deep. I was just like, man, y'all are just being some haters, but I'm like, ah, they might've been right. Yeah. They might've been right. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got. Um, Ooh, do we give a quick grade? Some stars out of five? I don't know. For the season so far or just the episode? Uh, Episode and season. Episode three, season four. Episode three, season four. I'm going episode four, season four point two five. <laughs> All right, good luck putting that up. <laughs> you're gonna be on canva yeah, all night be like, how do i shade in this one corner no it's actually not bad they oh, have really? like an element that you could like crop it to be oh, like oh yeah well i'm gonna make it easy found four and four these other ones are so hard but i found good stars well no one can take him you're listening <laughs> you can't have him you can't have him <laughs> You can't have them. Well, everyone, uh, we appreciate you watching and listening to this episode of the Point Three Podcast. If you watched Invincible at any point in this season, drop a comment on YouTube. Give this episode a grade out of five. What did you think? Um, We'll try and feature you on our next video when we talk about Invincible. Um, But again, we want to hear from you. So jump on our social media channels at the Point Three Podcast. And join us this Wednesday, 9.05 Eastern, for our Wednesday YouTube live stream where we're talking about the latest super news, rumors, rumors, massive this week if you're an MCU fan, um, and some, some reviews of things that have come out recently. But until then, everyone, keep watching, keep reading, and keep nerding out.